Hey folks, welcome in to Local News Live. I'm Graham Olkins along with Ashlyn Hill tonight for another edition of Tonight's Tea. Ashlyn, mm -hmm. how are you doing? Good, welcome back, Graham. Thank just you. Just time for Christmas. Yes, I had a good family <laughs> Christmas, a little, just a little early, but it worked out. It's fine. It was yeah. still, it's the gathering. It's just being together that makes it nice. Always, 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 always. So happy to have you back, of course. It is. Good to be back. And, uh, uh, you know, a lot to get to tonight, but yeah. just a little preview. We'll be together for Christmas as well. So don't worry, folks. You're right. You're <laughs> we'll right. We'll be here. With my, with my other family here uh, in Omaha, my local yeah. news live family. So it's always, when you work in news, it's a lot of industries, you know, you, you yep. kind of just make do with the schedule. The news never stops and we don't either. So exactly. we'll all be together. But tonight we have some positive news, some mm -hmm. good news stories we always like to share with you, uh, including some folks, some special folks who got honored tonight. Absolutely. Some entertainment icons. It's tonight's tea. You know, I got to start off with whatever was trending on my Twitter page and check it out. We have got five of these icons together tonight for the 44th Kennedy Center Honors. Now, this is a fun one because about six months ago when they announced who the honorees were going to be, we previewed that right here on on tonight's tea and tonight was the night so if you were up late and watching tv chances are you got to uh kind of scroll through some of the iconic performances but let's take a look at who we have now admittedly i'm not as quite familiar with justino diaz but i did find out that he is an absolute opera icon a big big star a big name and very touching tonight his daughters performed on stage as part of his tribute for his honor. But everyone else I know, so let's get a good rundown here. We've got Lorne Michaels, creator of Saturday Night Live. So live Saturday night, that's our man. Uh, Joni Mitchell, singer, songwriter. You have to know at least one of her songs. If you don't know the name, I'm, I'm sure that you would know one of her songs if you heard it and just kind of listened to it. Then we've got Barry Gordy, uh, Detroit's hero, Motown, founder, producer, songwriter, and then my favorite on the list, although I don't know if I'm supposed to have favorites, it is Bette Midler herself, the divine Miss M, actress, singer, performer extraordinaire. So tonight was a really exciting night for me personally to scroll through Twitter and get to watch some of these tributes and see exactly what was going down for Kennedy Center Honors. Man, I meant to record it. I forgot. I'm going to have to go back and watch the clips, uh, especially the performances. They're always so good, so touching uh, as well. I'm going to cry in yeah. some of them. And I'm so glad to see Joni Mitchell there as well. Probably my favorite of the bunch. I want you, if you can... My mom's too, probably. Yeah, zoom, <laughs> zoom in on her cane. Oh, okay. Because I was looking at that earlier. Wait. What is that exactly? It's, it's like, like a... a cat? That is I cool. Think. It's like a diamond-studded cat or something. Yeah. Know, does it show up here? But look, yeah. she's got, you know, all kinds of bling going on tonight to match Nice. It. I love that she's still so cool. I know, um, and her hair, the braid. It's beautiful. Like, beautiful. Uh, yeah. Everyone is so themselves tonight that it's just been so fun. So, yeah, I was scrolling through Twitter. You know, I had to have something on here trending on Twitter. Yeah, I love it. Very, very exciting. And, um, you know, Motown hero, Detroit's hero, Barry Gordy, uh, his tribute, a Supremes tribute, all kinds of stuff. So check it out if you can. Very, very fun, 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 fun. Another story trending today was from one of our local gray stations in Richmond, Virginia, covering this. Uh, a lot of anticipation to see what was in this. What is this? Okay, so this is for our historians and our history buffs. A time capsule discovered last week on the base of a Robert E. Lee memorial has been opened finally today. So a lot of anticipation as to what is inside of this thing in Richmond, Virginia. And today they opened it up and we have the full story from our gray station. You just hold on to that. 134 years of history is now uncovered. Governor Ralph Northam lifts the lid of a box believed to be the time capsule placed inside the Robert E. Lee Monument in 1887. Just a, a really important and exciting day for the history of this 
Commonwealth. Inside the box, the Department of Historical Resources found three books, including an almanac from 1875, what appears to be an edition of The Huguenot Lovers, A Tale of the Old Dominion, and a cloth envelope. Everything is very damp, and so it looks like there's a um, possibly a piece of paper, and then under that it looks like there may be some kind of picture. The team also found a coin stuck to one of the books. The corrosion process has clearly already started. When we opened the box, it was very silver colored and now it's definitely starting to tarnish. It took nearly five hours to open the lid. Minute by minute, the box was gently opened with a variety of tools. We also have bamboo skewers. We have sharpened uh, popsicle sticks. We have micro spatulas. A box and artifacts different from historical accounts. The team says this is a lead box, not copper as they believed. It's also smaller in size and was found in the tower of the pedestal that once held Robert E. Lee's statue, not the base. Well, I'm wondering, all right, was the contemporary account a red herring and something that never actually really was implemented? Was there something put in the time in the pedestal that was later removed? Questions the Department of Historic Resources says could take some time to answer. We want to get it to the point that it's stabilized so that the historians can come in and help us understand what these books mean. Wow, so we've got books, a cloth envelope, a coin, and a possible photo, which might be uh, the most intriguing portion of what was discovered in the time capsule. Yeah, so overall kind of a letdown, although we'll have to wait and see. I mean, many people were, like right. you said earlier, there was there were reports that there could be as many as 60 items in this thing. And right, the when it was found out last week, exactly. Yeah. That, yeah, it was like, oh, from the neighborhood, everybody put something in, yeah. everybody did something to commemorate, and then it's like, well, we've got some books. <laughs> and the most intriguing thing was supposed to supposedly a photo of, of uh, Abraham Lincoln in his casket, right. which they said there may be a photo there, so we don't know yet. Hopefully they can, they can you know, restore it enough and clean yeah. it off enough to see what it is. Yeah, I want to know if it is a photo, what it is of, yeah. and a lot of those books, you know, they said everything's damp, so they're trying to freeze it out, dry it out, and everything yeah. like that. Uh, but it will, it should get a little more interesting, hopefully, to figure out what it all means that was inside there. Still interesting, <laughs> nonetheless. Well, yeah, hello. Who doesn't love a good time capsule? Did you ever do a time capsule? You know, I think we did at school. I don't right. I don't remember. I have to go back and uh, I don't know. I don't. I need to do some Googling. and, and th I mean, That's the thing with time capsules. You have to have people who <laughs> remember that it's there. you got to have good documentation. And yeah. Yeah, I feel like they do it at schools a lot, though. But, yeah, um, very school-oriented. Yeah. Like Girl Scout Troop yeah. did one as well, where you would find another one and then bury your own. But I, it's just fun yeah. to do. Who, who cares? Yeah, and these days, I mean, you got to get uh, more... It seems like nowadays we could leave better records for the people who come after us if, uh, <laughs> if there's a planet left, but that's, yeah. that's a little dark. But, yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens with that one. Hold right. on. Something to look forward to. Ooh, 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 everybody. Mardi Gras 2022 is back on. And I'm having a little lesson with Graham here, our uh, Mardi Gras professional. Uh, but Josh Jumel named the King of Bacchus. So when this announcement was made, I was like, oh, the King of Mardi Gras. Nope, that's not a thing, everyone. <laughs> I mean, Bacchus, the King of Bacchus is basically the King of Mardi Gras, but there is no mm -hmm. King of Mardi Gras. I mean, right. there's kings of every crew uh, and every parade here. So Bacchus is a crew, a super crew, one of the biggest ones in yeah. New Orleans. Uh, and they always get uh, a celebrity, uh, usually to be, to reign as king. Um, and there's been, you know, many over the years, obviously, but there was no Mardi Gras last year. It was put on hold, uh, so the city of New Orleans, everyone's so excited.
uh, well, most people, that it is coming back. Hopefully the Omicron wave is kind of hopefully dwindled down by then. We're getting a little good news out of South Africa that it's kind of coming and going quickly is what it seems like. So fingers crossed. Uh, but nice that, I mean, it, when in New Orleans and South Louisiana, when these announcements start happening as who the royalty is, you start to get really excited. Yeah. You know, it's coming. Well, I was just happy to learn this. So there are multiple major parades that take place all throughout Mardi Gras. And I, I'm here talking like, oh, Mardi Gras parade? Like, like it's one thing. And my family will kill me. My mom's been to Mardi Gras a million times. But <laughs> You got to go. It's, it's something that you certainly have to experience once in your I life. I would love to. I literally can't wait. And we were covering, you know, as you mentioned, when it was quote unquote canceled. But then it became house floats. Remember how cool Right. That was really cool and unique. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, glad to have it back in person. And it is all outside, or at least mostly, so that, that helps, too. And Josh Duhamel, that helps, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take your word for it, yeah. Okay, well... No, he's a good-looking man. Keeping things southern, Graham. You're going to have to explain this one, too, when I we love get it. to it, because what is happening here? We're going to have a bonfire, not just for regular old Santa Claus, for Cajun Santa Claus. We've got Papa Noel. And we need to light the way as uh, southern Louisianans... Are telling me so what tell us what's going on here and we have a story right yeah so this is so the the pictures behind you I'll, I'll just put it up a little bigger and so that's the levee that's the Mississippi River on the right and then there's you see houses on the left and then along the levee there they build these big uh, bonfires every year and, it, and it's supposedly on Christmas Eve they light them to light the way to guide Papa Noel into um, St. James Parish, South Louisiana here. St. James Parish is where they do this. Uh, and it's just a really cool tradition and everyone gathers on the levee to, to see the bonfires. And they've gotten really creative in, in, past, er, in the last few years building amazing structures uh, out of logs here. And you'll see one of them in the story uh, from Austin Kemker from WAFB down in Baton Rouge. She was on the levee today to document this. Take a look. COVID might have dimmed the lights guiding Papa Noel into St. James Parish last year, but that's not happening this year. Folks are ready to get their bonfires lit so the jolly old fella in red can make his way and deliver the presents to South Louisiana. We always say it's the most wonderful time of the year, bonfire season. It's not just the adults looking forward to a fiery Cajun night before Christmas. Lots of awesome explosions, fire, warmness, awesome and awesomeness. The return of the teepees lining the levees in South Louisiana can only mean one thing. Santa. Santa is on his way, bringing toys to the little boys and little girls. There was some angst last year, weren't it, from some wondering, wait, will Santa Claus find St. James Parish without the bonfires? And he did, so there, we had a happy ending. Santa had to use GPS last year, but this year, some 130-plus bonfires lined the levees in St. James Parish. They're big and small, teepees and, well, tomahawks. Some more crabby than others. We came up with this one whenever we was boiling crabs. We just looked down in the pot and said, that would be a good bonfire. And we went on ahead and built it. This year, Josh Whiteart with Blood, Sweat, and Bonfires knew they had to bring their A-game. <laughs> the return of the smile showed their hard work was worth it. It seems like everybody's kind of, you know, they, they got that feeling of, you know, you don't know what you got until it's gone. And last year it was gone, so everybody's out here enjoying it more. Um, we out here, you know, hanging out more. Just appreciating what we got and, you know, appreciating this bonfire season, you know, just not taking it for granted. More than just the extravagant construction, Jason Amato, who's been building fires on the levee for decades, says the return of the fires on Christmas Eve is a return to normalcy after another hard year of COVID and hurricanes. 
on the bayou. Oh, it's amazing. I got goosebumps just thinking about it because uh, it's, it's a wonderful time of the year for us in St. James Parish. The bonfires will be lit at 7. One thing to keep in mind if you're planning to come spend your Christmas Eve down here on the river, all traffic will be contraflow heading south down the river. Austin Kempker, WAFB, 9 News, back to you all. Thank you, Austin. Yeah, so cool. I love the crab this year. Just wanted to show you some from previous years. Uh, this alligator that they have done. Uh, this was, they said, 10, or this was about 11 years ago now. The Miller Lite bottle, um, a NASA spaceship. Uh, they did a whole bank, a whole building, um, a boat. Let's see, when the Saints won the Super Bowl, uh, the Saints helmet. So it's just really amazing, the creativity. A pelican, that's the state bird uh, of Louisiana. So they, it's just really incredible what they can do. This is a group called Blood, Sweat, and Bonfires uh, that Austin talked to those <laughs> to talk to those folks. But, I mean, it takes months to to uh, to do all that. But it, it's a cool tradition, and I'm, I'm glad that's still going. I mean, things are getting lit in Louisiana. Literally. 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 You know, bonfire season in Michigan is just like what you find in the woods. Like, we got we got to step up our game. I didn't even know this existed. That yeah. is so cool. It is a cool tradition, yeah. And it's uh, and I, th I think they probably still did. I don't know if they did that last year or not. Um, no, it but was canceled. It was, that was canceled, too? Okay, mm -hmm. I couldn't hear the audio of the story. Uh, yeah, yeah, so this is it's back, bigger, better Good. than ever, it seems like, awesome. huh? Awesome, yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know, it makes me miss home. Oh, this is so sweet to kind of walk through and learn all these different kinds of cultures and how everyone's celebrating the holidays. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing everyone can agree on, it's hot cocoa, right? Uh, yes, that sounds perfect. <laughs> All right, so we're taking a look at a uh, school Instagram in Washington, D.C. It's called Holy Trinity School, and they have gone absolutely viral. Some third graders got really, really lucky after their teacher, Miss Fitz, gave it her all to win them some hot cocoa. So I'm going to pull up a video of Miss Fitz. She said, hey, gang, if I make this shot, everyone's getting hot cocoa. <laughs> Not that one. Here, Here she goes. goes. Here she okay. goes. This is Miss Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most adorable. So cute. In all her glory. There's also a little guy in a reindeer onesie. <laughs> I saw, it's going to replay here in a second. I want to see her shot again. That was an amazing shot. She, she it, like, I mean, the, the arch on that thing. Her whole body to just launch it. And again, I mean, here we, here we go. go. Here we okay. go. All right. Okay, reindeer gives her. It gets the quiet. Ball. It gets quiet. <laughs> the power of sugar over children. I just yeah. love it. It's so cute. I mean, it's and it really was an incredible shot. The hang time on that on that shot of hers was really impressive. Right, and like, I love her name, Misfits. Too. It's so cute. Misfits and her misfits. It's too cookie cutter perfect. Yeah. Like the whole thing. And they did get their hot cocoa, so everyone was happy. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's sweet. That was very sweet. But yeah, that video viral. It's all over the internet right now. Every news publication, Sports Illustrated, ESPN. Everyone giving misfits her dues, paying her dues. Like, misfits. I love it. Great. Uh, and so we're coming up on uh, Christmas Eve now, too. Uh, and here on Local News Live on Friday on Christmas Eve, we're going to be tracking Santa. You can track Santa as well yeah. uh, with NORAD. This is a cool thing that they do every year across the country, uh, and there's a way that we can all get involved.
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can literally go to the website if you and your littles want to find out exactly where Santa is. It might be cut off right here, but we've got a tracker countdown for Santa. Yeah, it's a little cut off. Sorry, team. You can see it. You can see it. <laughs> but go to NoradSanta.org, .org, NoradSanta. And you've got uh, the North Pole. We've got all of our little elves here. And you can even have a live chat with Radar to figure out where exactly he's going to be. And Graham and I, your favorite little elves, will be working Christmas Eve. So we'll be giving you real-time updates on where Santa is as well. Yeah, so NORAD is going to actually, so on Christmas Eve, so a day, four hours, nine minutes, ten, nine, eight seconds from now, they'll have a, uh, this website will have basically just, it'll be following Santa all around the world as he goes through every single time zone. Oh, wow. um, so it is pretty cool, and you can log in throughout the day and with your with your family. You don't even have to log in. You just go to the website, and like Ashlyn said, and, yeah. and see where Santa is and get excited for the whole family. And I'm sure your favorite great meeting Meteorologists will be tracking him as well. Right. They always do a great job of keeping up with exactly where Santa is and what folks can expect. But how fun. And you know what? Christmas is here. How about that? It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that we're just a couple days away now uh, yeah. from Christmas. At least that's going to... I'm glad it's on a Saturday this year. I'm trying to say, stumbled over my words a little bit. Glad it's on a Saturday this year. That'll be nice. Uh, yeah. So it's, and then Sunday next year. So yeah, it's cute. It'll be great. So this is what we're counting down, folks. Tonight's tea is, you know, twas the Wednesday before Christmas. <laughs> twas indeed.